0: I went out and I felt absolutely awful. So I went to Leeds and everything, everybody's dead happy. I remember I cut the night short at about 10 o'clock. I wasn't drunk or anything and just thought, I just want to go home. And on the process of going home from Leeds back to Halifax, I, I dropped in McDonald's and I spent £30 on myself. And I sat in the back of the taxi and binged on a £30 order at McDonald's and I ate the lot. And I went over and I thought, wow, have just done that? Mm. literally that's what it didn't even make me feel better though that's the thing it didn't yeah. make me feel better I've spent £30 on myself like I think I've got like two quarter pounder meals 20 nuggets a large milkshake a large coke and I just thought just sat in at everything even double cheeseburgers mm. and imagine I think I was like, six at the time I thought this can't be it you know mm. just food relying on food to make me feel happy
1: Support for similar Stories is brought to you by Nicole Rivera Stop Writing Loan Podcast and Writing Community Are you ready to stop writing alone but you don't know where to begin? At StopWritingAlone.com, find the latest podcast episodes and writing prompt videos or sign up for the email list to get those live events and advice right to your inbox. If you're just feeling stuck on your first page and need a helping hand, feel free to DM Nicole on Instagram at StopWritingAlone. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Sun Stories. I'm your host, Kelton West. I hope all is well where you are. I hope you're able to enjoy some of the nice weather that we've had and you're feeling more in line with normality, I guess. I'm due to start work back on Monday. I know lots of people are now back in to a normal routine, I guess, and it's not quite normal, is it? But I guess we're I guess we're all getting there. We're all making the effort to try and keep her safe as we can and, and and do the right thing. This week's guest, Shannon Palmer, is such a bright light, such a an inspiration. And I think she's had quite a difficult, slimming journey in relation to bullying that she received. So throughout primary school and secondary school, Shannon was, was bullied around her weight of eating habits and and about her hair, which sounds just ridiculous, but throughout primary and secondary school, Shannon was bullied, and this had a, a very big impact on Shannon in terms of her self-worth and her confidence, and it's something that she really, really struggled with. And there were times that she, you know, she just wanted to feel attractive, and and she resorted to drastic measures to lose weight and also diet pills. Now, if Your trigger is bullying and this may not be the episode for you. That's just a trigger warning. But I do feel that after listening to the recording of of Shannon, I know that this story will speak to many people. And if you feel that you truly can't shift the weight, if you feel that the circumstances that you find yourself in are just too challenging, then just take a listen to Shannon's story. And I'm sure this will truly motivate you. So here's introducing Shannon to Slimming Stories. How are you, Shannon? Not too bad, thank you. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. I'm, re- I'm really Good. well. I know you've done a really long day shift, so I just want to start by telling our listeners what you've been up to today and what, what your day job is, because I'm sure they'll all be interested to know that you're one yeah. of the stars that's helping the country keep afloat at the moment.
0: <laughs> um, well, I got up at six o'clock this morning, had some breakfast, got a shower, got ready, and I walked to work started a 12-hour shift at eight o'clock and I finished at eight o'clock this evening so I've literally gotten from work had a shower and literally come on zoom to chat to you I'm a bit knackered Aww. so if I swear <laughs> I do anything wrong don't shout at me I apologize
1: <laughs> you're absolutely fine and you work with dementia patients don't you which is fantastic
0: yeah. and for the last three years I've worked as a, um, a dementia carer so obviously I'm fully trained now and everything else so I really like my job, it's dead rewarding, but at this moment in time, obviously, it's a lot harder than it usually is. Not that it's not hard anyway, because obviously it's physical and mental, mm. but just at this moment in time, it's putting everything into it, everything like over your family and everything else. So I mm-hmm. guess it's yeah. just, you know, a bit t- not tiring, you can't say that because I love my job and I go to work to look after them people, but it's just. Tiring, <laughs> I'm gonna say tiring. I don't I can't think of any other words.
1: <laughs> Imagine that emotionally, it must be quite a drain because you are kind of yeah. you're not just
0: the carer, you're now like the, the family member, too, aren't yeah. you? Because family, they cry to me, they tell me this, you know, they tell me stories, they look at me like the family, basically. Because obviously, yeah. I am the family, really. I do Absolutely.
1: everything for
0: them, whether it's yeah. emotional support, looking after him giving them the meals, everything else. They're just like family, so it's just normal, really. And I'm so pleased that somebody like yourself that's so
1: warm and genuine is doing that job. And it's such a hard, such a hard job to do anyway. Um, And especially in, in, you know, the with COVID-19. And and it's just, I just want to say thank you for doing doing the job that you do. It is an amazing job. My dad's got dementia. I've lost my aunt to COVID in a care home this year as well. And it's really, it's a difficult time for you to be in the thick of it. And yeah. I'm quite fortunate, I'm on furlough and I've not got yeah. the that you've got, so, and I'm sure listeners as well have been listening to this podcast thinking, this Shannon is fantastic.
0: Before Aww. we even started, Thank
1: you. I've got yeah.
0: like 15 59 granddads, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> you've always got someone to have a gossip to
1: <laughs> oh, that's nice And So let's get started then, Shannon. So I've got lots of questions to ask you. I understand yeah. that you've had a you've had a great success, haven't you, with Slimming World. Yeah. So if you just want to start by telling our listeners how much weight you've lost.
0: Five stone three pounds at the moment. I initially set two targets. I got to my first target exactly like a year to date of starting Slimming World and I think that was four stone three pounds but I thought come on Shannon you can do better than this. That a second tag, which I wanted to get to for my 27th birthday in March and I got to it two weeks before so I got to five stone so now I'm just dwindling on five stone three pounds which I never thought I'd lose. I don't think I've ever been this small in my whole entire 20s or probably my teenage years so brilliant. it's a bit of a bruisey bonus really isn't it?
1: Yeah brilliant and that's such a fantastic amount of weight to, to lose. And I know today it's been really, really hot, really, yeah. you know, really humid. And I know yeah. at one point you was a, a size 24, wasn't you? I was summer for you in a, a yeah. size 24. Um, it was awful.
0: I, I, never really, I never really thought about it, to be fair. But I've always looked at my friends, you know, like my really skinny, beautiful friends, and I thought, I'd love, to, I'd love to know what that felt like. I remember going to nightclubs and stuff when I was younger, you know, like, say, your teenage years. And all your friends were getting this lad attention. I remember... One night we are talking to this like, right looking lad, but I think he just felt sorry for me. And then obviously my best friend came over and she's stunning. And she's just like, nah, go away. And then talking to your friend. So I've never really had that like approach. Boys have never approached me like that. And I've mm. always kind of been, can you say that, the fat funny friend, like everyone's always like kind of laughed with me or maybe like at me, but I've never thought of it like that. But I've mm. never, I've always like kind of set myself up for, not failure, but I just thought, this once I want to do something for myself and like I think the biggest thing for me was about two years it'll be now I went abroad to Salou, and I just remember I just sat there in, like black and just like loads of like horrible clothes and just thought come on man why, why can't I? I feel like them girls in them bikinis I've never felt like that in my life or my sister she's this I think she's a size eight cheerleader I've never felt like that in my life I just thought mm. once I want to feel how they feel right if that makes sense
1: Absolutely. So, I remember
0: obviously buying size 24 jeans, and I think lasted like a week, you know, with rubbing in between and chafing in your legs. Mm. Like I couldn't even walk, I were out of breath, sweating constantly. But obviously, to make myself feel better, I just used to eat and eat and eat. Obviously, it made you feel better for a while, but then you thought, bloody hell, Shannon, man, you're cracking its, um, scales up to 17 stone yeah. Yeah. Obviously, you eat to fill that void, don't you, of not feeling part of the beautiful clique.
1: And it, is that exactly how you felt? Did you just feel uh, in your teenage yeah, years that you didn't feel beautiful even, and part even
0: of anything? Even at primary school, like, I always felt like the outsider. I mean, I never looked like the outsider, probably, because it's like, I used to have friends, but they probably used to laugh at me rather than with me. But I used to kind of just shrug that off because I thought, oh, well, they're laughing at me. I've got friends. Do you get what I mean when I say that? I remember I really got into Rounders one um, one year, and I really wanted, I think it was year six, and I thought I really want to be on Rounders team. I used to stay behind every Tuesday night, and I thought, oh, yes, yes. I might be a bit slower than the rest, but obviously I still turn up. And I remember I was gutted because I didn't get chosen to be on that Rounders team. I think I was the only girl who got left out, and I used to get called Bruce Bogtrotter. I just think now, looking back, why did teachers never stick up for me? I know it was maybe, how long ago now? 20 years ago, but even still... I think now why why couldn't I be part of that yeah but like I said at school I got bullied I got called Bruce Bogtrotter the little fat kid of Matilda Sorry. the little kid in Matilda who eats all the cake that's, yeah. that's what I get called at primary school and obviously oh. I was went up to secondary school with me as well so I've always kind of been bullied but not really associated it with bullying because you think they're your friends but in later life you think you well, won't actually my friends bother
1: Right, so these people yeah. were presenting us as, as friends. Yeah. And oh, yeah, yeah. Joke, but...
0: I I don't really speak to them anymore. Do you know what I mean? But obviously, I've got a no. good friend, Kid. She stuck me through thick and thin. She's always said, come on, Shannon, you're better than this. Mm. She's just like me, though, okay, Kid. It'd be fair down to earth. But these people now, I don't even know them. Do you know what I mean? They had you on no. Facebook and you think, well, I'm going to be a friend when you did that to me. Because it still does stick with you mentally. It it's does, still yeah. there now. You it know, does. I think to myself now, bloody Bruce Bogtrot, are you just like? It's awful. It's, I'm mm. not embarrassed, because obviously it makes you who you are, do not it? But I've never felt part of that. I've never felt like one of them girls. Do you get what I mean? I think
1: within school, there's like a bit yeah. of a hierarchy and a ranking, isn't yeah. they? And it's, it's difficult.
0: Yeah. I think I put a post on Instagram the other day about never wearing my hair down, because I got bullied at school for having naturally curly, frizzy hair. Right. My, um, I might get bullied by, I won't say names, obviously, but I used to get really bullied by these girls. I've been bigger and obviously having frizzy hair. But mm. now it's like these girls who bullied you at school, they're quick enough to like follow you on Facebook or, you know, like add you on Instagram. And I think to myself, well, I'm not following you back, love. <laughs> you know what I mean? But you know, look now and you I just know. think, I was saying to somebody the other day, where are them people now? Like, I've got like, I've got a job, I've got a loving family, I've got a home. But then people are kind of like, well, where are they now? Where are they in that hierarchy now? I never got invited to cinemas. And then, well, they were all like going out oh. with boys and stuff. I never did that. But I, like, I never got invited. So... Even now, to these days, I always look for validation, and you know, like, oh, right. what does that look like? That person likes me, Do you know, that kind of thing. But I think I'm coming to terms with it now, I'm, like, getting more confident at stuff like that. But I think right. being a child and, like, going through that, like, it does stick with you, doesn't it? Like, mentally, it is still Definitely. there.
1: Can you look back at your younger self and remember a time yeah. that you actually felt comfortable... In your skin, or is it that this bullying kind of started from very, very early on?
0: Um, well, obviously, I've told this story in papers and everything else. Um, obviously, my, my aunties lived next door to my mum and dad. My mum used to make really healthy teas, and then I'd go around to my Auntie Jane and Auntie Gail's house next door, and kind of obviously, they didn't want to be cruel, so they were like, Oh, just have it, you know, just have it. And it makes you feel better, doesn't it? And yeah. I remember, I think, my cousin Joseph's um, christening one year and my mum took me shopping I think it was Tammy girl in town and everybody's you know I think it was you know the little rara skirts you know the yes. little denim ones yeah. and I really wanted one of them and some like little eye heels and I remember going in and I was like well, what fit you shopping? so she had to take me to the shop next door I think it was bon March actually she had to get me a size I think it was a 16 skirt and
1: mm-hmm. I mean your
0: mum's not going to turn around and say "You hey, look Shannon you need to lose weight ended up my daughter she wanted me to be happy yeah So I remember I my cousin's christening i think yeah christening and i would have stood there in like a size 16 i think we we're like 12 year old right. it raffle. right
1: it is and i can remember no. going to those shops that you're supposed to have <laughs> your size skirt for your age aren't you i think my yes. first skirt at secondary school was a size 12 yeah. so that that was difficult because you know like i say you couldn't get into the the sizes yeah. that you wanted for your, yeah. for your actual age. So, from what you,
0: you're saying there with Tammy yeah. Girl, I remember that yeah. quite vividly. Tammy Girl. You no, know, um, just now we're talking about skirts. I remember I must have, were at primary school because they used to walk to school with the teacher. Obviously, I found my friend as well. And I remember I used to wear, like, you know, the little grey skirts for school Thinker think I were about. I was still in year six. So, I remember when it was really hot, like my legs used to chafe together. Obviously, you don't really think, do you? you know what I mean? My mum took me to the doctors and she's like, Have we seen these red marks in between Shannon's legs? Obviously, not thinking because obviously it's, you don't want to think about you like you do like that dear. And the doctor's no. like, "There's nothing, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with it. It's the fact that her legs are that big, her legs are chafing together and rubbing." Mm. So I remember I got sent home. I think some cream to put on it, and I just thought, "Wow." But obviously, you don't think a bit like that like, when you're that age, do you? Was your mum
1: aware of the bullying? Did she know what life was like for you at school?
0: She did, but she's very protective my mum, so I didn't kind of tell her all of it. Do you know what I mean? I didn't want to, I felt like a failure, like getting bullied, do you know what I mean? So I kind of, like I said, I shrugged it off, I shrugged mm-hmm. it off, but then I'd go home and I'd eat. Right. So it's like, I think I think in the end she did find out about it and she'd obviously go to school and obviously I'd try and sort it out, but you feel a bit embarrassed, don't you, when your mum's going to school? You don't really want to admit that you're getting bullied, do you? Going up to secondary school and... um. Nothing really changed there. I was never, still, I was never part of that clique. I was never in there with that clique. I was mm. still kind of an outsider. I had friends, obviously, but not in the top clique. I was never that pretty girl. Never had a boyfriend. And still the name went with me, Bruce Bogtrotter. So one of the one of the bullies at primary school went to secondary school. Oh, All, Yeah, seven people were like, oh, Bruce Bogtrotter. Do you know what I mean? But I was never really aware of my hair, you know, like my freezer hair, like I said, mm. and my weight. So they still did call me Bruce Bogtrotter. So I think I went right up. Never had a, but like I said, never had a boyfriend, never got invited to sleepovers, never got invited out, never got invited to rugby matches to watch all the boys play. So then I think, I think it got to year 11 at prom. And I thought for once, I want to feel absolutely stunning. Yeah. So I think I was, um, I think about 16 stone at the time. And I think I dieted, but I did it the wrong way. I think I ate like an apple and a sandwich in a day. And I used to like constantly walk everywhere. I used to hide myself not eating from my parents. So I think on my prom night, I was um, in a size 10 dress, but didn't feel like myself. So um, that was what I was, would have been then. I think it'll have been 17. So yeah, I got into the prom and the prom dress and I went to the prom, but still had no confidence. I didn't feel any better about myself. Obviously, then you got to college. Still, I want part of a clique there when I want part of the pretty girls. You know, you've spoken about your time at school and the yeah.
1: bullying, and always wanting to yeah. be that pretty girl, always want. but I'm, I'm looking at your face on Zoom, you know, you've got these, you've got these no makeup, <laughs> you've got, but you've got these beautiful eyes, and you've, you've oh, got a fresh you. face, and I'm thinking, I hear what, you know, I hear what you said about yeah. your, your time at school, has there been a, a transition in how you felt about yourself
0: from oh, that, oh, now yeah. that you've oh. lost this weight? massively i think um leaving college upon leaving college obviously you get a job don't you like i said never up to press i've never had a boyfriend before i've met richard and i started yeah. work at a factory i worked in a warehouse packing fruit and veg i don't know how i ended up there but obviously it's a job in it it pays a wage and I we're only i think I we're about i think we we're about 21 just after my 21st so you still live at home and you think oh it's a job and it'll pay a board for my mum and dad and get me a few new outfits and i remember i started losing weight then i think i just got really fed up I really mm. fancied this lad, and I think he didn't fancy me. Obviously, me and my head thinking is it because I'm big? Do you know what I mean? So I thought, oh, yeah. well, I lose a bit of weight, he might like me then. But looking back now, I think well, why should it be like that? And anyway, in the meantime, through losing weight, I met Richard at work, and like no lads have ever paid me attention before. But me and Richard fell in love, and I carried on losing weight. I felt fantastic at a point, you know, wearing these outfits. I think it was my 22nd birthday. I wore this little leather skirt, and I felt absolutely fantastic. You know, I just mm-hmm. felt well. I feel like one at girls now, wow. so I think that that one point I felt like I felt cracking.
1: So after meeting Richard, what happened? Yeah. What happened for you to to feel this self acceptance? Did he help with that? Did he help with your confidence?
0: He did. Yeah, he constantly calling me beautiful. So like I said, I've lost weight prior to this. So you feel absolutely fantastic. Oh, someone finally likes me. Someone finally loves me. Finally, someone's paying me all these compliments that I've never had before. So it's mm. kind of new. But I was really happy relishing the fact that I've lost this weight. Can I just say that I was taking, I didn't really take diet tablets religiously, but I dabbled a bit with them. Nobody knew about it. It was completely, you know, private. My mum and dad didn't know. Richard didn't know. Because then I lost all this weight through the diet tablets, but nobody knew. I I was happy, so I decided to stop taking the diet tablets. But the weight kind of started creeping back on. One takeaway a week led to another takeaway, to another takeaway, to another takeaway. Do you know what I'm saying? So, obviously, you're happy you're in a relationship and you think, oh, was calling me beautiful. So, you get kind of is it content that word? I can't remember what they're called now. I think I'm a Amazon, a quick fix. Yeah. Not all from the diet tablets. I wasn't really starving myself, but I think I were eating like a salad and an apple a day Goodness. and drinking water,
1: nothing more. So, coming off the diet tablets and knowing that you, your weight was going on, at what yeah. point did you feel that? you could tackle your weight problem. What happened next?
0: I stopped taking the diet tablets, and obviously the weight kept off for a while, but like I said, you get content and happy, don't you? So mm. Richard, he's not a big Richard, and he can eat everything that he wants. So it's kind of like, oh, Richard's eating it so I'll well, have it. You know what I mean? Right. So it kind of like started going on again. But I think you feel happy and content in yourself, so it's like, oh, yeah. a bit of pizza, a bit of... I'm a massive fan of fizzy pop. So I think I used to, on, on average, I used to drink, 10 to 12 cans of fizzy pop a day full fat fizzy pop like it's just like you need it don't you? Yeah. oh yeah yeah absolutely ah. iron brew iron brew oh <laughs> I iron could, brew i could not physically drink <laughs> 12
1: cans of anything
0: oh I, it's up there for me yeah. iron, brew. iron brew is everything right. <laughs> but like yeah. i said it's never it's never But like, i remember my dad saying to me when we were younger my mum never really let us off fizzy pop and I, remember, I think it's kind of the fact, you know, when your mum says no, and you mm. kind of move out, don't you, thinking, oh, I can get fizzy pop now because my mum's not there. <laughs> so kind of now it's a bit like rebellious, so I can get fizzy pop.
1: So I understand, having read an article that you, you appeared in uh, recently, that you suffered quite a traumatic time at your, your mother's property. So I just want to talk us through yeah. what, what happened and, and how that made you feel.
0: Um, I remember it was one Saturday morning, I was doing a shift at work when I worked at um, obviously the warehouse, I was starting my break with Richard, and I got a phone call from a neighbour, and I thought, oh, she got my number, and obviously she's on the phone, she's like, Shannon, you need to come home, your house is on fire, I'm like, you what? So obviously I've come off at the phone thinking, she's lying, I tried ringing my mum, couldn't get through, got through to my auntie Gail next door, and she's like, Shannon, no one's lying, you need to come home. Obviously I remember getting home from work and mum was sat on the doorstep with the fire, you know, the fire people in the ambulance. Basically turned around and said, we've lost everything. And your mum was four minutes away from dying because she was on oxygen and everything else. She tried saving dog before herself. She managed to get dog out and then nearly died in process. So um, I just remember, wow, what more. I remember going in the house after it had happened and like literally everything we've ever owned, everything burned. We had nothing left they were absolutely awful it's like wow everything I've ever worked for everything I've ever got I've got nothing left no clothes nothing I had to go and stay with Richard's mum and dad mum and dad went and moved in with my aunties next door and I had to move in with Richard and his mum and dad which were really lovely and they didn't have to do that in the meantime the day after I got a phone call from the place where I was working saying they were making me redundant there were no job left for me so they were making me redundant as well And I remember sitting down one night and just crying, saying, Well, what what next? What more can get thrown at me? Mm. So I think initially I just turned to food, but I think I did it a lot in private to hide away my feelings because I think my family were going through a lot. So I didn't want to really, I didn't really want them to have the burden of knowing that I were upset when mum and dad have lost everything. Mm. So I kind of um, hid them feelings away, even from Richard. I just thought, I don't want to put that burden on anybody else of how I'm feeling. So I just turned to food. I remember obviously moving to Richard and my dad's house. It was quiet. I don't know. I could hide the eating the food. You know what I mean? I could just. I remember one night, Richard had gone away fishing. I think I went to Tesco's down road. And obviously, I went back up to his bedroom and I, you know, the five packs of muffins. Yeah. We could get from Tesco's. And I sat and ate that myself. And I got a takeaway pizza. I ate that, the full thing myself. And I got the big pack of Doritos, you know, the cheesy ones, the big pack. Yeah. I ate that myself as well. And I think I ate some Ben and Jerry's as well. And I just thought, I'm still not full. Nothing's filling that void, whereas food normally would, but nothing was. No. So then I just carried on eating and eating and eating. And then I remember I got a new job as well as a carer, going back three years. I remember I used to start work in the morning, but I had my breakfast before. So like a bacon sandwich, I'd get to work and have another bacon and sausage sandwich. Then I'd have um, a pasta, like pasta with gravy for dinner. Then I'd have my own dinner which were a sandwich that bar- I bought from Tesco's over at Road, and I'd have snacks in between, making just feel better. Like the 12 cans of fizzy pop that I used to get through a shift. That's what got me through a shift. And I just thought, the more I keep eating, they don't make me feel better, but it's kind of maybe filling that void. Mm. You know, like being away from family and everything else and everything, what what had happened. Yeah, You don't kind of really want to admit defeat. But before I knew it, I slowly got up to... I think I was 17 stone but I didn't want to I didn't want to admit that I got there again you know no clothes fit me like I says all my jeans all my jeans in the middle were all just I didn't didn't have no middle between the legs because they have all chafed away Raffle and no clothes fit me I think I had one pair of jeans what fit me what didn't break away and then I just thought this makes you feel better doesn't it? eating sometimes which a lot of people that is a lot of people's Got a thing like, like I said to my friends a lot of people have drugs a lot of people have you know smoking drinking problems but mine's food it's always been food mm. food is the protagonist of my problems
1: sometimes when you've been on like an healthy eating plan for a long time yeah. and you have food and maybe you have a binge you can kind yeah. of get that almost like adrenaline rush of it can't you, you can yeah. you know it can really like yeah. satisfy you but I think yeah. what you've just explained where You'd have the pizza and then you'd have the Doritos yeah. and you'd have the pops and things. Yeah. At that point, sometimes I feel that when I've been in that mode and I've been through like yeah. a binge, nothing that I eat satisfies Which me because, be? no, because at the end of the day, what you're actually doing is you're not feeding an hunger, are you? You feed, you no, to feed an emotional. Yeah you're trying to feed it and nothing can you know food no matter how much food you put in your mouth no amount of food is going to make nothing. you feel feel full um, of that of that void
0: i remember i went on my um, one of my good friend naomi's daughter's 18th birthday and i got this dress it was like a, i must have been about size 24 because it was a size 24 dress i got it was like an off the shoulder number mm. but i never dare get my legs out anyway so it would just passed my knee there's a picture there actually you'll see it on instagram this picture right, here, yeah. I think I it in a size 24 and it didn't fit me, so I had to get to size 26 I went out and I felt absolutely awful, so I went to Leeds and everything, everybody's dead happy I remember I cut the night short at about 10 o'clock I was not drunk or anything and just thought I just want to go home, and on the process of going home from Leeds back to Halifax, I, went, I dropped in McDonald's and I spent £30 on myself and I sat in the back of the taxi and binged on a £30 order at McDonald's and I ate the lot, and I went home and I thought wow, have I would just done that? Mm. literally that's what it didn't even make me feel better though that's the thing it did no. make me feel better I just, i've spent 30 pound on myself like i think i've got like two quarter pounder meals 20 nuggets a large milkshake a large coke and i just thought i just sat ate everything even double cheeseburgers yeah. and imagine i think I was 20, 20, 26 at the time and i thought this can't be it you know no. just food relying on food to make me feel happy but it didn't so was that
1: for you, the trip to McDonald's? Was that your breaking point? Was that the point where you thought, right, OK, I'm going to make a change and I'm going to take some action with that?
0: I don't think it was, no. Um, a couple of days later, I flew out to Salou with my family, you know, like a family holiday after the fire. I went with my mum, mum my dad and my sister, Kelsey. And like I said, going back to the beginning, I always wanted to feel like how them girls must feel. I remember sat there in this horrible costume from maybe bomb Marchie where it'd fit me. And I thought, why don't I look them look like them girls in them bikinis? Why can't I feel like that? So I sat there that day, and you know, eating everything I could get my hands on from, you know, the pool bar and everything else. And thought, this time next year, I'm going to go on holiday and I'm going to be in a bikini. Mm. I've never wore a bikini in my life. So I thought, that's my one thing to myself. I'm going to come back off this holiday now. And I'm going to change my life. So wow. lo and behold, I come back and that's when it all started for me. From having those thoughts on holiday... How long did it take you to to
1: decide which slimming club you're going to go to? Because there's so many things, so many diet plans, so many clubs, so many you know forums that you can be part of. What made you decide to walk through those slimming world doors?
0: I come back from Salou, and my partner's little boy Theo, with my stepson, I've brought him up for five last year, um, last five years, um, we had a little tea party for him, and it was his birthday. And then my partner's sister Amy, was in the kitchen, and she's lost loads of work as well. So I said to her, I just said, look, I'm fed up now. Why can't, you know, you look fantastic. Why, I, I want to do that. And she said to me, there's no point sitting there whinging, Shannon. Do something about it. You can't keep whinging about it if you're not going to do nothing about it. So she said to me, come to something World with me the, the morning after. Oh, yeah, yeah, I will. She went home and I texted with an excuse. Oh, no, not tomorrow. But the week later, I thought, no, I am going to do something for myself here. So lo and behold, I went to the group with her. She picked me up and I went with her. Wow. I remember walking in and I felt dead embarrassed then I sat down and I thought you know these people are just like me you know they want to change their lives as well I'm not embarrassed it's going to change my life this I think I remember sitting down and I thought I'm kind of really be bothered but then I thought to myself there's only me who can do this let's let's make a vow now Shannon you're going to do this for yourself you're going to change mm-hmm. your whole life and I give myself a year within the year I got to my first target exactly a year today I got to target four, four stone three pounds Wow. That's what I set my target to. And I got down to it for um, exactly a year later, which we're dead chuffed about. And on the same day, I was in the paper as well. So it's like, well, oh my God, my life's <laughs> changed. Oh, I'm confident. <laughs> Having reached
1: target and lost all yeah. this weight, I know that you, you got down to, was it a size 12 that you got down to?
0: On my first target, yes, so I went like a size 26, that dress for the black dress. Um, my uniform was a size 26 as well at work. So I got down to a size twelve initially to the first target, and I wore the bikini on holiday. So a couple mm-hmm. of days later, I flew out to Sulu again. You'll see the pictures on my Instagram if you want to have a look. I wore a bikini. and you know what it is? I felt absolutely fantastic because I think I finally realised something kind of dropped. You know, I'm never going to be that stick thin. I'm never going to be. I'm never going to be that perfect girl. I'm going to have cellulite. I'm going to have all the bits. But yeah, So does everybody else? Nobody's perfect, really. Either you've got you've got what like, to define your own perfect.
1: I think that's, that's what I'm great. coming
0: to realise now, that you've, you've got to be yourself, you've, I've worked so hard, why shouldn't I, f- not flaunt it, but why shouldn't I wear that bikini and feel proud, exactly. so um, I wore the bikini as well, so that were a massive thing for me, felt fantastic in Salou, and then I think I got back and I thought, you know, I want to set my target a bit higher, because I think you get a bit, I can't think of that word, I think you get a bit, you know, cocksure yourself, don't you, and I think. I want to lose five, I want to get to five stone now. So I think I had like half a stone to get to it. So I didn't really rush myself. I, didn't, I wanted to do it for my 27th birthday, which was March, just gone. And lo and behold, two weeks before I got to the five stone target. Wow. So I got to that target before my birthday. So it just goes to show put your mind to it and you can actually do it. Stick to it and you can do it. A lot of people say, well, does slimming world work? And it actually does. It, just, it can change your life. If you just stick to it and make them little changes, it's going to change your life definitely so having returned back from
1: Salou for the second time after that holiday yeah. and looking at those photographs of you in your bikini how you just want to try and explain how this felt
0: fantastic i remember um, when we were in saloon my sister took me down to some rocks where there were loads of people somewhere and she goes shannon stand there in your bikini and put your hair down you know, she started doing a photo shoot on this beach and I thought the old <laughs> Shannon would have like, no, I okay, can't put that camera away. You know, it's all fucking me and I felt absolutely fabulous <laughs> in that wow. bikini. And I think there's a picture on Instagram, like I said, and I just think that's just like the pinpoint for me. That's when I knew I was glowing. Mm-hmm. I just thought that's not the Shannon that I once was. I've actually changed my life and this is me now, confident. Wow.
1: It's just, it's such a, you know, it's such a Cinderella story and yeah. the, the confidence that you've gained through... Losing this yeah. way and like you said, you would de- use anybody to define perfect. You are you've defined your own own perfect and it's that acceptance as well, isn't it? You know, yeah. getting rid of the shame and just accepting all your bits, you wobbly i I've got
0: stretch man, I've got bumps, but you know, that's that's just who I am. Why should I change it any more than what I have done already? I need to be happy with myself and that's gonna come from the inside, not other people. Fair enough, people compliment all the time, but I think you've just got to be confident with yourself and define your own kind of perfect.
1: Absolutely. And do you feel that you're in the best place of your journey now? Do you feel that, like you say, something's clicked and yeah. the weight's not going to go back on, or do you still feel that sometimes it's a struggle?
0: I think at the moment, this moment in time it is a struggle because I think with obviously doing the twelve hour shift and everything what's going on at the moment, I think it's just kinda on the twelve hour shifts, finding time to eat the proper meals. But initially, I've, I've lost another £3 since Target. So I'm £3 under Target now, Gosh. which is another Brucie bonus. So <laughs> I'm still maintaining and still losing, not putting on. So it's still there. And I'm a, I've never been this small in my life. I think I put that on my Instagram over there. day. Well, not in my life. Maybe i were a baby. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so what, what dress size
0: are you now, Shannon? A size 10. I've worn stuff in my life that I'd never thought possible. I'm thinking, no, no yeah i've got a thong <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> and it do not disappear <laughs> <laughs> can i say that you can you, you know can. it's like you i'm wearing <laughs> now like little pinnifed like little fed dresses even like little skirts. i remember i stopped going on nights out because i just didn't feel confident but i think it would December last year my friend sarah said to me come on shannon grow some balls and come on let's go on a night out so i remember thinking yeah. what can i wear so I think, oh, what can I wear? So I went in Primark and I thought, hey, oh, let's see what I can find. But I got this little um leather skirt and like this see-through, not a see-through top, you know, you wear a brow with it and it looks yeah. see-through. And I remember going out that night, doing all my makeup, makeup like I'd never done before, and you know, it felt fantastic. And I thought, wow, where's this Shannon come from? And I got paid so many okay. compliments. And I just thought, bloody well, hell, this Shannon would never have wore anything like this. That's a non-scale victory there for you. And I went out oh, as well okay. and actually enjoyed it. And I didn't get right. a McDonald's after. I think no. I got a donut kebab, in fact. But you know, I didn't eat it all. <laughs> <laughs> That's it then. Everything in measure.
1: So you've come full circle, haven't you? Where you said about uh, you know yeah. in and you're able to go out and have nights out. You're yeah. able to wear the bikini and feel yeah. feel totally different. Do you think you can offer a piece of advice to anybody listening to this that is going through those same feelings regardless of whatever weight they are at at the moment but just feeling that they don't feel like they're in, the confidence is low the, the yeah. weight has just been nagging at them do you feel that you can offer a piece of advice to help them to just to get started i guess
0: yeah i think my biggest bit of advice would be do it for yourself like i says give yourself a year see what you can do in that year I mean, it's if you're not going to stick to it, it's only yourself you're going to disappoint. Make small goals and stick to them, small goals. So mm. just do it for yourself, change your own life. Give yourself a year and see where you can be in a year. Because look, I give myself a year and look where I am now, completely different person, completely different mindset. I mean, i would just send somebody the other day. The same allowed you stick to it if you have had a pizza. Well, yeah, have that pizza, but the day after I'm straight back on it. It's all about compromise. Mm. I can still have that pizza, but I know the day after I've got to get straight back on the Slimming World plan. And it does work. Just reassure yourself it's going to work. Fair enough, you're going to have a few gains along the way or remain tame. But you're still better than where you are. You're
1: Definitely. still
0: losing that weight and changing your life. Be true to yourself.
1: And I think from what you said about being at school and feeling an outsider, you've now yeah. got quite a, a big presence on social media, on Instagram. And like you, you've mentioned that people are are trying to follow you and then yeah. you're not following them back and it's, it's kind of like the the, the reverse of, yeah. role isn't it
0: yeah and i've had messages for these girls you know these girls who used to call you fat at school and ugly mm. and i don't mean to sound awful but they're where i was back then how oh, have, you, have you done it shannon have you lost that weight mm. i think to myself you know i don't mind helping but after all what you've put me through but they probably don't think of that do they they probably don't yeah. realize how they made me feel no, so it's kind of having no. the upper hand now like they're all in my picture saying you look absolutely stunning wow look how far you've come yeah but and it's yeah. like people people call me an inspiration i really don't feel like an inspiration i just think oh. i'm just a little shazzapee from halifax no oh. I, I kind of i find it hard to grasp really i don't feel i mean look at me now no makeup on no eyebrows on <laughs> finished a 12-hour shift but i don't feel like an inspiration i just feel no. like myself
1: i can guarantee you that you are an inspiration and I'd just like yeah. to thank
0: you for your time today.
1: It's been an absolute pleasure to to chat with you. And I know that for anybody that can come onto my podcast and, and talk so openly and honestly about their swimming journey, it going to hit home to somebody. It could be, if it just sits home to one person, listen to this, it's yeah, so That's what I say
0: all the time. If my bit of like my journey, because I'm sure a lot of people go through the same kind of thing. If my journey and knowing that you can come out at the end of it, I mean, it's a lot of confidence issues now, but you build on them, don't you? yes you just got all through life it's a learning curve it's a journey as long as you come out on top and better than where you are it's absolutely you're doing a cracking job
1: absolutely you're doing a absolutely. job and I, I want to see you as a speaker i want to see you as a motivational speaker oh my god
0: more. with my with my accent i think you're
1: fantastic <laughs> it
0: yes with your
1: accent yes with your accent absolutely that that's that's oh golden. look at it, definitely i'm
0: just glad that I- Swear. I'm just glad that I didn't swear like I did on radio. You <laughs> see, radio leads, and I swore on radio. <laughs> so I'm glad I didn't swear tonight.
1: <laughs> oh, goodness.
0: So, if anybody who's
1: listening would like to follow you on Instagram, what's your Instagram handle, Shannon?
0: Everyone says it dead wrong. um okay. It's at the little life of Shazapi. Not Shazap, Shazapi. <laughs> Shazapi. Right, okay. And I'll tell you where Shazapi comes from. Um, when uh, my little steps on Theo were three, they couldn't call me Shannon, so I used to say Shazapi. So now yeah. Shazapi's kind of just stuck. So it's like, in fact, I'm going to tell you this story because it's like a pinnacle of my journey. The other week I was studying Iceland in Halifax. And this lady's looking at me and she's thinking, oh my God. She's coming up to me and she's like, oh my God. I said, all right, love, are you okay? She's like, oh my God, it's P. Like, Oh, I said, it's not, is it? I said, it's not. I said, I'm called Shannon. She goes, oh, it's P. Can I have a selfie? And I'm thinking, I'm studying, looking like a scruff. <laughs> You know, Halifax Sam Centre at nine o'clock in bloody Iceland, and she wants a selfie with me. (laughs) Not got my eyebrows on. (laughs) I think to myself, like like I said, I don't feel myself as an inspiration, but like people are recognising me. But I just think, wow, a bit mentally. Yeah,
1: but (laughs) you know, you you are an inspiration. You're lovely. You're down to earth. You, You know, you're so so genuine and. All I can do is just wish you well because I think oh, thank you. You've had an amazing journey, and you know, you, you, you've met this guy, and it sounds all, all quite nice. You, you've got that balance now, haven't you? So, I'm just waiting for a ring now. I'm just waiting for a
0: waiting ring. For a ring. Yep. <laughs> I'm Richard,
1: I have a word, Richard. <laughs> so, thank you for your time anyway, Shannon. It's been a pleasure. I know where is that? Yeah. I, where is. I hate bullying. I hate to hear of anybody feeling really low because of being bullied. I did receive a little bit of bullying at school not a lot but a little bit my friend one of my best friends she did receive quite a lot of bullying and it's awful to see somebody you know you care about going through going through that and it's it's just really really horrible and I'm so glad that Shannon has been able to challenge been able to challenge the the character that she was given throughout primary and secondary school and that she's been able to turn her life around and her health is so much better for it and that she's found somebody that she can that she can relax with who accepts her and she now feels beautiful and if you do follow her on Instagram you'll see that often she will pose with or without makeup and you know she looks like a lady that's really body confident irrespective of whether she's got makeup on or makeup off and she's just accepted the fact that she's a beautiful young woman and it's goes through me the fact that she had to go through that bullying. And I kind of think that, you know, listening back to this and and knowing that people follow at school, don't they? They kind of follow the crowd. And I'm sure whoever was involved in the bullying had no idea of the impact that this was having on Shannon at that time. And if they are listening, maybe just get in touch, send a DM on Instagram and just say, you know... I had no idea that this affected you that way. That Wouldn't that be lovely to think that she could receive that and maybe put a little bit of closure behind this? But to me, you know, she's moved on with her life and she's making the most of it. And she's she's definitely in touch with her body confidence now. Absolutely. If this episode has inspired you and this, if this isn't the first time that you've listened or the second or the third please hit subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts, whether it's Spotify, iTunes, Podbean, just to hit subscribe. It's literally just a press of a button and that will help me climb the podcast charts. That's all I'm asking. That's the only ask. I'll keep showing up. I'll keep putting the podcast out there and that would help me tremendously. So thanks for tuning in again. I hope all is well and do dm me if you feel that this episode has been relatable for you i would love to hear any feedback about any of the podcast episodes i've done so far it would mean a lot and i can pass it on to the guests that i've interviewed so thanks for tuning in and until next time you take care